0: Welcome to Urban Foundry. All opinions expressed by Andrew Urban, Paige O'Neill, and our castmates are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Collier's International, Inc. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions. Clients of Collier's International may maintain positions in the properties discussed in this podcast. Welcome back to the Urban Foundry podcast, your go-to source for urban real estate news and conversations. I'm Andrew Urban.
1: And I'm Paige O'Neill, and we will be your co host as we explore the future of downtown real estate.
0: This, this is, is Urban, Urban Foundry. Foundry. Welcome back to Urban Foundry. Today, me and Paige are going to be putting chat GPT to the test. Paige, you ready for this? Dun,
1: dun, dun. Yes.
0: We also have some breaking news to share to all of our listeners. Paige O'Neill is past her real estate license exam in the state of Indiana. Congratulations, Paige.
1: Thank you. First time, that's first, that's first time. That needs to be noted, especially in the office. Done. Yes,
0: that's it. Mic drop.
1: Mic drop. So, after it's actually pretty shocking. After you realized what I told you, what my SAT scores were, so I was pleasantly surprised that I passed on the first time. Just shows you meant to be in the biz.
0: Anyone that's yeah, you were meant to be. Meant to be 100%, here. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. So what we're gonna do is we have a test prep up. And we're gonna ask it 15 questions from an Indiana real estate licensing exam test prep, and just see literally copy and paste these in, see what it answers, record the answer, and see what it scores.
1: But first, for those living under a rock, yes. I think we should explain what Chat GPT is.
0: That's a good point. You know, Not before everyone's. we just like jump in. So for those people that are living under rocks right now, and maybe listening to our podcast. <laughs>
1: Could, if you were doing that, <laughs> Basel.
0: I mean, you're a dedicated listener, and we thank you for listening underneath um, the rock. Mm-hmm. But ChatGPT is a open AI product. It is essentially a chat module, and I'll be honest, I am I have no idea how they came up with this, other than some very smart computer scientists and engineers that have created a tool that literally combs the internet for information and is able to answer and be creative in Mm -hmm. their responses, right? So Mm -hmm. not only can we ask it very linear questions, right? Hey, here's a multiple choice test. Tell me what the right answer is and why. It can also do creative writing. Mm -hmm. It can write things like limericks and poems and haikus for those of you that love poetry on any topic that you want. And it can even help, you know, put together uh, articles, Write articles with the right amount of prompts, mm-hmm. and so for those of you that follow us on social media, we have a confession. <laughs> we have a confession. Ninety percent of our posts are written by ChatGPT, and our show notes, and our show notes. So if you're reading those things, they were written by a robot, not Paige and I. I know that's bursting a lot of people's bubbles. <laughs> I know people are very disappointed in that, but. You know, we are good at many things, but being creative social media writers can be a little bit challenging in the day in and day out.
1: Well, and people always say surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. And right now in this current moment, ChatGBT is smarter than you and I in the creative writing standpoint. So,
0: Well, and if you want to think about disruption, here's a real life example. So a couple months ago, Paige and I were kicking around the idea of finding some sort of social media consultant to help us run you know, our tactical day-to-day social media posts, things like that, because coming up with catchy taglines and content and hashtags and all that, um, is, is great, but it takes a lot of away from our core business, right? So we thought, Hey, let's go hire somebody as a consultant, pay them whatever a week to do 10, 20 posts or whatever, and coordinate all our social media. And with chat GPT, I don't feel like we need it as much anymore
1: no we don't which is great right and it's it's very the thing that i like about it is it's so quick and convenient once you're logged in and it's at your fingertips
0: yeah so maybe to start and just to show off what chat gpt can do we're gonna do i'm gonna challenge it to a little bit of creative writing because i'm just in kind of one of these 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 artistic moods i'm gonna have it write a poem for us to start this okay just to just to see so Please write me a... Do we want a limerick? I like limericks. I know you do. They're jovial. Okay. They rhyme. Yeah. Like (laughs) haikus are cool because you have to like... There's like the 558 or whatever. I can't remember exactly. Mm -hmm. But uh, they just... They feel like it's forced, right? Limericks you can be a little more creative and whimsical. Okay. Go for it. I like whimsical. Write (laughs) me a limerick about a commercial real estate broker who lost... A big deal.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Here it goes. Oh, it's so quick, too. We got Um, ChatGPT Plus for everybody, $20 a month. So here is the insightful words from ChatGPT. Hey, let's hear it. There once was a broker so keen. In commercial real estate, he was king. But he lost a big deal, and he just couldn't heal. His career took a big, massive swing. That's so good.
1: Yeah. You can print that and put that on someone's <laughs> you can, desk. You can it put a gun a to deal. my head. It would have taken yeah. me three hours to come up I with something know. half as good. I know.
0: Right? Uh, all right. Well, you know, that's fun and that sounds like a gimmick. So let's put it to the real test. We're going to ask it, I don't know, 15 random questions from Paige's recent study guide and see how it does. Mm-hmm. All right. A real estate broker enters into an agreement to represent a buyer who is selling a property to purchase and remains a single agent throughout the transaction. A seller with whom this broker negotiates is the broker's... We're going to find out. Paige, you probably already know this. I should have asked GPT and you Before these questions. Me. And then we could have like seen who got a higher score. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: I pass. That's all we need to know. So
0: the amazing thing is we asked it that question and it said the right answer is C, customer which is the correct answer, right, Pitch? hmm Excellent. Okay, this one's a little more complicated. Oh, actually, that one's too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> they do try to trick you. Oh, this you. one's interesting. I don't know if I know the answer to this one. Okay. See,
1: some of them, so I think the reason behind PSI, the testing site, is they ask you these questions to make you critically think, but they also try to trick you a little bit.
0: Yeah, right, test you. Mm-hmm. All right, this one is a broker has a listening agreement to deliver to his uh, out-of-town client. To secure this listing, the agreement must, A, have an original ink signature, must be retained in the broker's file for three years, C, may be an oral agreement, or D, may be an electronic format.
1: D, may be an electronic format. All
0: right, that's what Paige says. Let's find out. Interesting question. Chat GPT, copy, paste. Correct answer is D, electronic format. There we go. One in one. Let's see here, Paige. this one's kind of sad, but I think we should ask it. (laughs) A recently widowed farm owner has called a broker to list a one acre building site in order to raise money to pay the property taxes. How should the broker proceed? Ooh, there's a little drama, a little Mm -hmm. sadness here. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's, there's four options. One, refuse the assignment, draw up a legal description of the property list and begin the marketing campaign. Contact the municipality to determine if it is possible
1: that's the answer.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. Pace off the land, put markers in the corners and advertise the building for sale. Pace off the land. I've done real estate going on. It's going to be soon, almost two decades. I've never paced off land, <laughs> ever. All right. Correct answer is B. What is? That's you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Page is correct. And ChatGPT is correct. C. That's interesting. I kind of learned something today.
1: Well, that's why I'm here to educate you, Andrew. That's
0: it. <laughs> I mean, I never would have thought to ask the municipality. Usually I'd be like, if this guy's delinquent on property taxes, like there's going to be a tax lien here and this is going to become a problem at some point. I've been like, I don't know if I want to take this (laughs) (laughs) aside. Red (laughs) flag. But interesting. Mm -hmm. Determine if the subdivision was right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess there is some other context here because it has to be subdivided. So you're right. They were trying to trick you because I didn't immediately when I scanned the question, pay attention to the fact that it still was part of a larger plat and needed to be subdivided down. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was Mm -hmm. maybe two acres, only wanted to sell one acre, but it's two acre parcel. Right. So you're Right. Actually, that's actually a really like or you said they're kinda of tricky. They are tricky. Right?
1: Exactly. Like you
0: gotta pay attention to each word mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. um thanks. So oh this one's interesting. A listing broker has recently sold a house to an investor prior to making an offer. The investor told the broker he planned to turn the large property into apartments. It was the kind that had many multifamily properties. The buyer has now discovered that the other properties are non conforming and that the area is single family zoned only. The broker should. A, have asked the seller about the local zoning ordinances. Is responsible for the buyer's failure to do due diligence. Should have advised the buyer to check the zoning in the area before purchasing the property. Or need not worry as his errors and omissions insurance will cover this. (laughs) Should
1: have checked the zoning.
0: Yeah, this is an interesting thing as, as a broker, right? I mean, especially younger brokers starting out that don't have... Haven't kind of been through pitfalls. Right.
1: It's kind of those one off situations where you won't really know it until you're going through it.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But this is interesting. I mean, let's just see what the answer is here. page which one was it?
1: Check the zoning. Should have been.
0: Should have checked the zoning. Mm hmm. All right. ChatGPT says, C. Should have checked the zoning. C. It's funny. I'm, I'm, working on a deal right now, actually, that's kind of involved in this. Now, it's a little more nuanced than that because the zoning is correct, but there's a change of use variance that came out. And this is getting really into the weeds with people. So any listeners that are like, wow, this is really boring. This is, <laughs> this is a boring episode. Day. But essentially, the property was rezoned in 1985. And as part of the rezoning, for those that you don't know, sometimes it's a negotiation process with the city where they say, okay, we'll grant you this zoning, but... You need to give us this concession or this concession. It could be setbacks. It could be um, maybe the zoning allows for outdoor storage, but you're going to agree to limit the amount of it, et cetera. Right. And in this case, the prime limitation was that it allowed only one type of particular use under this zoning classification. And it's really interesting because as a broker, you either on the buy side, I'm on the buy side on this one. There's another broker representing the sell side. If you just did the the normal research, right? you look at your zoning map, you check with the the local municipality and you go, oh, the zoning is X. I don't have to think about it. Sometimes in due diligence, these things come up and it wouldn't even been possible necessarily unless I would have took my ass down to the city county building and went to the zoning office on the 18th floor and said, hey, what do you have in your files for this property? Right. And honestly- you don't have to do that for every single deal, right? Because most of the time, the zoning that shows on the map is the correct zoning. And sometimes it comes out in title search, right? And so then, yeah, you have to disclose to your client, say, hey, and in this case, I've been through the change of use before. So I knew exactly the rules of the road, just did it, you know, six months prior, right? But it is an interesting kind of question as a broker, right? Like just accepting the the seller broker or the, in the other case, the buyer's broker's information, you got to do some self verification. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think see. that's the cool
1: thing about Chat, B- Chat GPT is you can literally ask it anything. Anything. So we haven't stumped it yet, but where we did stump it was when we were first playing around with it. <sighs> we were asking who is Andrew Urban, who is Paige O'Neill, and mine was completely wrong or write a bio for Paige O'Neill. I think we did. Yeah.
0: And we put the LinkedIn and it kind of just wrote a generic bio. Like, out of nowhere. Right. So it's not perfect yet, but honestly, I don't know. It's pretty good. This one, this one's a little more complex, right? And so, all right. The property is listed for 450000 The pre-qualified buyer believes that no additional financing will be needed. The buyer is then notified the property is encumbered with a $30,000 mortgage. The buyer's agent advises his buyer to assume equity by paying the thirty thousand dollar mortgage the sales contract with no mention of existing mortgage terms the closing statement reflects the price of the property at 450 with a credit for the thirty thousand dollar mortgage the deed to the buyer was exempt and the loan did not fund when the mortgage debt was not paid the mortgage was foreclosed who is liable for the foreclosure this is a so this is something that is
1: very involved. involved. involved i do know the answer but
0: you know the answer the buyer the buyer right yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, once you close on that shit, yeah. everything else is your right. problem at that point. Right. right. A, the buyer. But it's like, it instantly.
1: It, yeah.
0: It was like, bam. duh. It was like, duh. And it tells you why all the other answers are not yeah. correct.
1: It does. That's cool.
0: Yeah. This is fascinating. Interesting.
1: Can you ask it what the interest rates for housing, the housing market and the end of 2023 will be?
0: It doesn't do forward. I've already tried that. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me.
1: Who will win March madness?
0: (laughs) But you know, you bring, bring up a good kind of point, right? Like forward prediction is still, there's so many variables, Mm -hmm. right? So even with the best AI, it might get a little bit better at predicting on the margins because it can run a very consistent algorithm time and time again. But it cannot control for all the uncontrollable variables, right? Mm-hmm. And it can tell you, like factually, based on 30 years of research, like this is where it should be. But at the end of the day, it's going to caveat itself. Right. So I don't know if AI, and, and I don't know if I, I think at some point maybe it will. But I mean, the ability to predict, right? A, and this is getting a little wonky, but like humans have always wanted to predict things, right? Right. Is it going to rain tomorrow or right. not, right? Think about all of our life and all the predictions that go into it, right? We, There's the weather man. What's weather
1: going to be like on my trip?
0: There's Jim Cramer on CNBC, Mad Money, and all the right. talking heads. There's people that are pl- predicting outcomes. If you think about the amount of content that we consume trying to predict what tomorrow's going to bring, it's pretty actually amazing if mm-hmm. you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. But no one's really good at it. It's really just sheer dumb luck. Right. So I, I don't think it's reasonable to expect AI to be any better than us.
1: That's probably very accurate.
0: Right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's my theory on it. I don't know if I'm right. We, I'm sure. I feel
1: like as humans, we just want to be able to blame someone, though, when it doesn't go our way or doesn't go as predicted. So if it was something that AI could predict and that it didn't, there'd be a someone or something to blame that on for it not going our way. An excuse of why it happened mm-hmm. versus self accepting that we made the wrong choice.
0: Yeah. Well, that's human, right? Yeah. But I think about like the liability, right? Like what company's going to want to say, Hey, ours right. is the magical predictor of the future. Right. I wouldn't want to take on that liability. No. Right. No. All right. Let's see. What's this next question? The buyer gave a broker an earnest money deposit of $5,000. As closing was approaching. The buyer discovered he needed $2,000 back in order to pay a charge card and get his debt to income ratio where it needed to be to obtain the loan. The broker wrote him a check for two grand from the trust account. Is this acceptable? Why or why not? I think that one's pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. But let's see what ChatGPT says. It's amazing that this system can answer these questions. The correct answer is C. Under no circumstances may money be taken from the trust account. It belongs to the transaction. Can't take that kind of money. Mm-mm. Not, not an escrow. Mm-mm. Not an escrow. Let's see. I'm trying to find a really hairy one. Hmm.
1: I, my mom who is in her sixties was talking to me about chat GPT and she was like, it's so cool. Have you tried it? So I think that's also another really cool aspect of this tool is that it's making its way around all different generations and it can be useful to many different people. And all like if I were in college right now, having to write papers. Oh yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. You want to go on Tuesday? Sure. I got chat GPT writing my paper. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I think we've asked it a lot of questions we've shown, but to your kind of point, I was, there's a, there's a listing we have that I was thinking about rewriting the flyer.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's in this aspect, like in our world, that's what it can be great at is how can we think differently in terms of marketing?
0: Well, that's exactly right. And I'm actually going to pull it up right now and I'm going to ask it to rewrite and this is a great office sublease. So if anyone in the Indianapolis area is looking for about 13,000 square feet on the circle, we have an amazing sublease with A-plus finishes done by the world-famous Canon Design out of Chicago. All the furniture is included. Glass everywhere. Polished concrete. Beautiful views of the circle all on the sixth floor. So I'm going to copy what our current, current listing shows, and I'm going to ask it to rewrite it.
1: There you go.
0: And we're going to find out. See who's better. Yeah. We're going to see who's better. Let's see. Please rewrite the following for a office sublease uh, advertisement.
1: And then you're putting the address in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I had it all put in there and it just wrote this. So it says looking for a high end office space with stunning views and unbeatable amenities. We just had bullet points before. Mm-hmm. Like, Amazing views. Awesome stuff. Right. Like, right. So it's, it rewrote this narrative. Looking for a high-end office space with stunning views and unbeatable amenities? Look no further than this plug-and-play sublease opportunity featuring envious finishes throughout the panoramic views of Monument Circle. Enjoy a full-floor opportunity with a secured parking garage and ample space parking spaces. With a prime location on the sixth floor, this boasts 13,178 rentable square feet at $24 full service with term through April 30th, 2028. Exposed ceilings and polished concrete floors create a sleek and modern look while an abundance of natural light floods the space. Fully furnished with Knoll furniture and designed by world-renowned Canon Design, this sublease is truly a one-of-a-kind opportunity. Plus, enjoy unbeatable amenities such as a fitness center with showers and lockers, group classes, and personal training and conference facilities with catering, Wi-Fi, and monitors. The lounge at Salesforce Tower is the perfect place to unwind and network with other professionals with an in-suite bike storage and 24-hour staff security and electronic turnstiles providing added convenience of peace of mind. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to elevate your business and impress your clients. Contact us today's schedule is showing. There you go. Done. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sold.
0: And I, up, I, I, I literally put it. in 12 bullet points. Yeah. And it filled out the rest for me. I mean, if you're a listing Residential broker, brokers who are right. looking to Five like- Five bedrooms, four baths, this neighborhood. Put
1: makeup on a pig, have G- G- GPT right here. Seriously. Yeah, I know. Right?
0: I mean, it's just amazing to see, at least in our industry, the uses for this. But I think it just, I mean, it can be a research analyst. Mm-hmm. It can be a creative writer. Mm-hmm. I, I think this type of technology is not going to go anywhere. No, I don't think, I think we're going to see more and more of this maybe embedded in our day to day life. Like, I don't know if you've seen this page. I don't know if you have your phone set up for this, but my Microsoft Outlook on my iPhone has predictive responses.
1: Mine doesn't on my phone, but it does on my computer.
0: Right. And so it'll go like, okay, um, I start typing something and it's just like autofill. Mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're going to see that expanded to yeah. like, well, here's a recommended here's shorthand of what you should say. And I don't know if, cause I use a Mac, you use windows, but in my PowerPoint for Mac on the right side, if I'm working on, I, I just put a picture in there and some text, I haven't put any design to the slide. It'll on the side It'll say design ideas recommended. And it kind of gives you some prompts. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think we're going to see, and just so everyone knows, Microsoft has invested, I think it's, God, what is it their investment in OpenAI? Let me find out. It's it's a large amount of money. So they've invested to date $10 billion in this technology.
1: That's crazy.
0: Right? That's awesome. And so I just think all the Windows tools we all use, Right. right like integrating this feature to where like have chat GPT write you a response. Right. Like you think about that, right. And you go, well,
1: yeah, I was, I, it's funny. Cause I was thinking of that email that I sent this morning to a prospect. I'm like, Oh, I, I've never done that. It was my first time. I should have had chat GPT, write the email.
0: <laughs> we, we do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, we have number of cold, you know, write me. I can do this right now. Right. A cold, me, uh, cold email script. To send to a managing partner of a large law firm with an upcoming office lease expiration to hire our tenant rep represent uh, brokerage team. We'll just see what it comes up with. Yeah. So it's writing this, and you know, naturally, if you're just starting out in the business, I think this could be just help you, right? Right. Obviously, if you're more senior and you've been doing this a while, you already, you know, like, you you might use this to, like, oh, yeah, just jog something and I'm going to edit it more heavily. But if you're just starting out in the business, so this is the email. "Dear, Dear managing partner, I hope this email finds you well. I understand your law firm's office lease is set to expire soon. And I wanted to reach out and introduce our tenant represent brokerage team to you. We specialize in helping businesses like yours find the perfect office space that meets their needs and budget. Our team has a wealth of experience working with law firms of all sizes. We have a proven track record of successfully negotiating favorable lease terms on behalf of our clients. We would be honored to assist your firm in finding your next office space. Our comprehensive approach includes a thorough analysis of your business needs, a deep understanding of the local real estate market, and expert negotiation skills to secure the best possible lease terms for you. We understand that finding the right office space can be a time-consuming and stressful process, (laughs) but we're here to make it easy and seamless as possible for you. We pride ourselves on providing exceptional service, timely communication, and attention to detail throughout the entire process. If you're interested in learning more about how our tenant representation brokerage team can assist your firm, please don't hesitate to contact me directly. I would be happy to schedule a call or meeting at your convenience to discuss your office space needs further. Thank you for your time, and we look forward to working with you.
1: See, I'm going to go retract my email now, copy and paste that in. Yeah. But I would email that person back. Yeah. At least like, email them back.
0: Yeah. Instead I've just had delete. But you know, you think about that when I started off, we used to, I used to sit down and come for up hours. with scripts for hours, for hours. I told late into the night, you know, and, and, and put together these different ideas and, and themes and all that. And I go, God, I could have gotten so much of my life back, you know, or done more of it. I probably would have just done more. I would have just had <laughs> just knowing my personality. Right. And, I think it's interesting to see, you know, you plug this into Salesforce and contact databases and then all the other AI that's going into CRMs. And it can probably take that information and come up with even more targeted things, especially for public companies that constantly have investor reports and things like that, that we used to when we were pursuing those companies. We still do pull all those, review those at at, late at night, come up with narratives and scripts you know, you can I, I just think about if you could plug this into a CRM. Right. And with all the things that we already have that are trolling for information, who's growing, who's contracting, who's laying people off, all the news alerts, and craft really customized messages that get decision makers that you're trying to get in front of, like go, Oh wow, like this guy understands my business or this woman understands my business. Right. Like I should take this meeting. Like whoever harnesses that first, and I hope we're the first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's my goal, right? right? That's your goal. That's our goal, right? Is, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's just, it's open season, right? It's open season. Who can, who can have the best arsenal of these tools, integrate them together and automate Mm -hmm. as much of that as possible, Mm -hmm. right? Right. I just think it's, to me, it's just such an exciting time to just be in the world of business because these tools are, are going to become more and more integrated with her day-to-day life. Yeah, yeah. Think about customer service centers.
1: Right. Well, that's probably, yeah. That's why they're outsourcing most of them.
0: Well, right. But I mean, you're outsourcing it to other countries. Right. Right, low cost. Right. What How happens when just you just outsource it to a computer? A computer. Right. I mean, obviously, when you call in now and anywhere, you gotta go through the dial one for, you know, right? right. And then, okay, and then you have to wait and yell, customer service. Yeah. And they go, do you want a customer service? <laughs> like, fuck yes. yeah, that's what I want. Right. Of course right? But imagine when someone picks up the voice through voice technology now Mm -hmm. will sound like a real person. Right. They could take Paige O'Neill. They could just record you for a a couple weeks, maybe a month, Mm -hmm. basically pick up on all your cues and language, take that, put this in the background that understands anything that you would be able to answer, put your voice on top of it, and it's going to be hard to decipher if you're talking to a robot or talking to a real life human. Yeah.
1: That's, that's kind of scary. Think about that. I know,
0: you know, like you get a call from a salesperson.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have young kids so think about what it will be like when our kids are not even our age, but what will college look like for them? Like I, there's a new school right by our house and they were saying that it's just custom that everyone gets an iPad from like kindergarten on.
0: Well, think about the idea of college, right? Like you go to a place for four years and you cram your information with a bunch of knowledge that you may or may not ever use again. Right. And I think college, if you think about it, right, for me and maybe for you, it was more of a, uh, a growing up (laughs) social, social. you mature, right? You're away from your parents. You have to learn to kind of in the kiddie pool, kind of like float on your own, Mm makes your own decisions you have some agency all of a sudden mm-hmm. that's the benefit of college I think the information we know that you don't need to go to a place right in a town and live there for four years to learn information they, they it's right here it's on my MacBook
1: right right, right. Like,
0: anything you can need to know is clearly within a couple clicks right so it's I think that's that's more the value proposition for college. And the networking and things like that, that still matter. And I don't think we'll be able to automate that just yet, but I think even things like the screening process for interviews Mm -hmm. won't be done by humans anymore. Right. We already know resumes are being sorted by AI. Right. Right. So anyone that's out there that does is spending a lot of time
1: mass applying
0: (laughs) mass applying. I mean, unless you're using it really smart and understand the algorithms, right. You could be just disqualifying yourself. Right. We already know they use that to take the pile from, you know, 20, 20 resumes down to five, right. right? But what happens if that next round was done by an AI generated? And it could even look, use eye technology, right? To see if somebody's lying, mm-hmm. right? About their background and mm-hmm. experience. Like who's bullshitting?
1: We could have used that.
0: We could have used that a couple of times. <laughs> but I think about that, right? And you go, because right now I go to, the, I, I flew through, uh, shoot, where was I? Austin. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to pull out a boarding pass. Delta has my facial ID. And they're like, oh yeah, Mr. Go ahead. Like you just stand in front of a camera, like like a computer camera for uh, five seconds, maybe. And it scans eyes, retinas, face, nose. That's kind of scary. And you didn't, I didn't need to pull out my boarding pass. I didn't need to pull out my ID. Wow. Anything. And it was just like, oh no, it recognizes you. We have a scanned image of your passport. And based on the geometry, of the distances, mm-hmm. it basically creates measurements.
1: Interesting.
0: Right? So even if there's someone that looked exactly like you, even if they like to a human, they look yeah. a lot like you and you go, yeah. Oh my God, you guys look like twins.
1: Your doppelganger.
0: But your eye, your pupil distance, right? Won't be the same. Even identical twins, there might be slight variances. I don't know how it works with true identical twins. Right. <laughs> they, I think even true identical twins are extremely close, but there's still variances yes. just from the nature of the mm-hmm. All those different things in life that two separate people go through.
1: Interesting.
0: So that's coming for us. More to come. Man, imagine just walking around in a world where facial ID recognizes you for everything. Your office doors just open up automatically. Yeah. Never need to touch anything. Don't need a security badge. It's your face.
1: I mean, we're not gonna be doing this podcast soon. It's just gonna be written for
0: us. I mean and yeah. we're gonna
1: have voiceover.
0: How us. do our listeners know that it's not already?
1: I don't know. Dun dun
0: dun. Are Paige and Andrew even real?
1: <laughs> As the lights just went out on us.
0: Clearly, we're real.
1: We're just not we're paying real. the electrical bill. <laughs> we promise for now,
0: <laughs> until our, our 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 robot doppelgangers yeah. are taken over. For real. That's how I'm going to double my book of business. Yeah. Is just have a doppelganger do the rest of the work. Yep. Any other questions, Paige? We want to want to put it to the test.
1: I don't think so. That's pretty. It's smart. It is smart. And if you
0: haven't told all of our listeners, if you haven't dabbled in it. Out,
1: it's pretty fun.
0: Honestly, to To me, have some friends over, have a few beverages and try to stump this thing.
1: I know. I feel like if I was single and like drinking,
0: your dating up, profile,
1: drink, yeah,
0: your messages to or prospects. Like,
1: I don't know. I feel like if some girls, if they're lonely, they're going to be like, Oh, I'm going to text <laughs> the chat. GPT.
0: There is an article out there. This guy, I can't remember his name. He's like a tech reporter he played with ChatGPT so much trying to like stump it and yeah. find a glitch. There was a glitch that somehow he like weaved into mm-hmm. that basically chat GPT confessed its love. This is real. You can look this up. See,
1: that's what I'm saying. Confessed
0: its love and asked him to leave his wife. Did he? No, he didn't leave
1: his wife. <laughs> i like, did the pot
0: pick <laughs> No, that would have been really interesting. Yeah. But you know, it's, it, it, it's not perfect, right? There's still gaps and right. things like that, but it's interesting to see like, you know, there was that movie. Do you remember that movie AI, AI with yeah. uh what's his name? Oh, Joaquin Phoenix, right. Yeah. Where he falls in love with essentially what you're talking about. Uh-huh, right. And uh-huh. he's like walking around with Maybe his that's phone. Why, yeah. That was an eerie movie. You watched that one too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I thought of that. I, there will be, I think. If, oh yeah. Imagine if you that with the adult silicone kind of dolls, <laughs> You know, I was trying to find the right we're PC trying, word Yeah, there. Like we're
1: trying to keep PG over I here. mean,
0: they also have just body parts, yeah. but there are full dolls that I've seen in some of these trade shows, et cetera. Not that I was looking Weird. for Do such you went a thing. those
1: trade shows? I did
0: no? not go. I saw the the uh-huh. YouTube videos a of friend. it. You're, you were, <laughs> a friend told me about you. that. I would never look at that kind of stuff. Right. But you think about combining those two in like Westworld on HBO, I was a big fan of the first three seasons, season four, I kind of fell off. But you think about that where like, you know, like where's the lines? Mm -hmm. Can they get married?
1: Well, it's like cat, like catfish on steroids.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. We're moving into some eerie times. Yeah. Alternative universe. Mm -hmm. Anything else? All right. Well, thank you to all of our listeners today as we try to stomp and unsuccessfully stumped ChatGPT. If you haven't had time to check out ChatGPT by OpenAI, we are not promoted by them, not sponsored by them, but we think it's a really cool technology and tool and also a lot of fun to play with. So I highly recommend you guys checking it out. And as always, tune in every Wednesday for our latest episode of Urban Foundry.
1: Thank you. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to like or follow us on LinkedIn and YouTube at Urban Foundry Podcast.